Morning everyone, welcome to the 95th episode of the Fendrian podcast. We're getting close, aren't we, um, to the magic century. Thank you very much, as always, for listening, sharing, subscribing. Um, it's been another busy and interesting week uh, in cycling terms. I want to try and talk about that really because, I'm, again, I'm desperate to talk about the weather. But I'm not going to this week, we're going to have, have a week off that particular um, particular pain. Um, yeah, it's an interesting, uh, an interesting old uh, old week of racing. We've had the the tour of the Algarve. We've had the end of the Ruta del Sol, or the Chris Froome race, I think most people call it. Um, we've had a bit more cyclocross, and we're building up now. Not many sleeps at all. Five sleeps till uh, the Flemish Classic season start. With Het Newsblad Saturday and Kerner Brussels Kerner on Sunday. Um, but first of all, yeah, let's talk about the tour of the Algarve not probably quite as as big in terms of coverage certainly as uh, the Ruta del Sol but interesting Geraint Thomas looked like he'd nailed that until uh, Kwiatowski won his second stage the last stage and that was uh, enough to win the overall placement uh, I'd watched quite a bit of it on um, on YouTube sorry post broadcasters Um and it seemed that it was kind of formulaic in many ways, lumpy stages, quite lush green countryside, riding around the resorts like Portimao and Albufeira, those kind of places. Um, and a lot of the domestic teams who all seem to be linked to football clubs, uh, going really well, uh, like Porto and Boa Vista and uh, Sporting, etc. In the break, interesting that a few of the teams were keen to to kind of they seemed to be happy to chase them down and this seemed to be a formula really on the early stages they were happy to get them within a minute and then almost kind of like sit up they didn't want to catch them too quick one or two of the finishes might have been maybe perceived as sketchy and that's why some of the bigger teams didn't want to catch them too early and uh, and you know run the risk of going through some of the areas at, at too much pace maybe use Carlton Kirby's word pace um and then this kind of like onto the summits and what have you, and it seemed to be uh, it seemed to be going uh, going quite well. You know, Sky were reasonably dominant as they had been across in the uh, Ruta del Sol, which did get a massive amount of coverage because of Chris Froome's participation. He um, got dropped on the first hilly day, uh, interestingly, <laughs> uh, and then on the second of, uh, of the hilly stages, uh, he had a convenient puncture at the bottom of the uh, the final climb and was able to you know almost kind of just get up really. Uh, it would have been interesting to, um, to see if he'd have been able to support Wild Powell's on that stupidly steep, cobbled, unmade track of a climb. Tim Wellens seemed to uh, seemed to have ridden himself into a fantastic little uh, batch of form very early doors. Uh, whether he can hold that till the Ardennes Classics will be uh, will be interesting. But Wellens kind of out out Mikel landed Mikel Lander on the. Uh, on the uh, final climb up to the citadel through the town on the cobbles, um, which was which was a fantastic piece of uh, a piece of riding. He kind of stuck with him as long as he possibly could, and then as the cobbles properly bit, he showed he was Belgian, and uh, and zoomed off and, uh, and and took enough to uh, to hold in the time trial and win the tour overall. So well done to Tim. Um, elsewhere in that race, after the uh, debacle of getting out sprinted up the inside on the first day, Sasha Modlo did get EF education first. Drapak powered by Cannondale. I said we've got time for this week. I'm joking. 
their their much needed uh, much needed win after that uh, bungle. Um, he sprinted through the line before he raised his hand. So all in all, good. Whether there's indicators for the classic, you never know. Us uh, Flemish classic fans were hoping that Set Van Mark's long breakaway of Andre Amador could be an indicator that steps up for the uh, like Het News Blad maybe at the at this coming weekend. So fingers crossed. Let's hope it's true because uh, I think Sep this year is now or never for the for the guy. So fingers crossed for him and also in the Algarve after seeing him get a stage win in Valencia it was good to see Jürgen Rowland patrolling the front of the peloton for his new team BMC so two of our favourites let's hope that there's um, you know there's uh, there's a stage win uh, in, in, in the upcoming tours like Catalonia and stuff but also that they're honed in for the classics as well which are starting this coming weekend so at Newsblad on Saturday which is the harder of the two out of uh, Kerner Brussels Kerner on the Sunday uh, new finish as well which takes in the Muir de Gerards Bergen followers of our website and Instagram will have seen um, my time at the Muir de Gerards Bergen it will be interesting to uh, to benchmark that against uh, against what else happens this weekend um, yeah I'm not sure I think they might beat me um, it's actually a, an, an interesting one really the Muir it's, it's probably um, it's probably different to a lot of the others insofar as a lot of the others you almost like Coppenberg, Claremont, etc you get a little bit of run up to them mainly flat and then bang you're straight into it because they all go up the same basically at the same hillside um, whereas the um, Muir you kind of go up and over a flyover you've got a couple of back streets of the town to counter and then you're almost on to like an 8% piece through the pedestrian area zigzags left and right around the church then it goes left it kicks a little bit more um, up where the finish of the uh, Enico tour stages and then after that you kind of bear right and you're off into uh, the gated bit um, up through the forest which is just crazy hard and you just you know you just make it that's all you can do on that part useful in the Tour of Flanders last year actually probably went quite some way to deciding the race despite being 90k's from the finish uh, with the, uh, the the quick step and sky guys pushing on to isolate Greg Van Avermaet and um, Peter Sagan very interesting how they use that a lot nearer the finish so it will be even more key because it's replicating that early 90s uh, Tour of Flanders finish in Meerbecker which we'll see uh, the Bosberg um, used afterwards and then sort of maybe eight nine miles on slightly bigger more exposed roads to get to the finish so it'll be fascinating to see how um how that goes i've got a real hopefully feeling for set van mark um oliver nason looked quite useful as well he seemed to be uh, working very hard in the route of del sol to try and set up um clement venturini for a stage win but also he seemed to know when to be on the gas and off the gas which usually when you're uh, when you're a pro if you can dictate when you have to work hard and when you uh, don't have to work hard that's a much better position to be in because it shows you're on top of your legs and on top of your form so you know maybe that is the case we shall see excellent Kerner Brussels Kerner on Sunday it's similar but slightly more used to being a sprinter's race not necessarily the poor relation of the two but Het Newsblad of course gets the plaudits for being the opening cobbled uh, classic of the season um, will be very interesting uh, to see what sort of condition the riders are in on the Sunday as they go back to back 
and then we get a small break before the uh, like Ghent Webblegum and then into uh, back they all head back to Italy for Milan San Remo you've got Paris Nice and Torino Adriatico as the build ups to those and then Flanders which of course is the big one and we will discuss who we think are the key riders for that event uh, as we go forward so some predictions for this weekend I think that we may well see um, Peter Sagan win one of them I'm not quite sure which yet um, there's also a very realistic possibility much uh, much as we might not necessarily want Sepp not to win one but there's a realistic possibility that whichever one Peter Sagan doesn't win uh, Greg Van Avermaet will um, Narsen would be the man to look out for and Van Mark who's uh, kind of bolters if it comes to a sprint you've got to look at maybe the sort of non-pure sprinters so if either of them come down to a sprint you're then looking at you know Jasper Stuyven that type of rider who can climb and and sprint and use the you know the circuits because Ken Brussel-Kerner usually finishes on a little circuit which uh, Stuyven's won of course in the past so it will be interesting new finish for Hent Newsblad as well so whether that will catch a few out that's uh, that's you know just because I can remember the old finish from the early 90s tour of Flanders doesn't mean that any of the riders were born necessarily <laughs> so uh, we shall see looking forward to that and we'll have uh, we'll have some coverage of those next weekend uh, or in the show next Monday so that's all for this week's folks thank you very much for listening as always we try and keep it condensed and we try and keep it bite-sized uh, just really hopefully to make it commute fitable rather than uh, something slightly longer that goes into uh, wafts and wafts of detail that, that, that it's hard to keep up with so that's our plan that's our strategy we don't see it changing uh, we talk to you from the team car every week and we'll be talking to you from the team car next week uh, in the meantime though have a fantastic uh, week in your cycling uh, life and um, yeah let's get ready for some uh, some action on Eurosport this weekend speak to you later and bye bye